everyone to a new episode of Rising by Design, where we met amazing female entrepreneurs who share their story, and we also talk a little bit and jump about human design. So today I have the honor to have with me M Ducharme, and she's a digital growth strategist. Hello, Em. How are you? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, very good. So, Em, thank you so much for accepting my invitation. And I would love to know, first question, like, what's your human design type? My human design is manifester. I'm a specific manifester, emotional authority. Awesome. And that, like, when you discover that, when you, like, someone told you, like, oh, Em, you are a manifestor, and they read your chat, how was for you? Um, well, the first time I did the human design test, I, like, I was, oh, I'm a manifestor, and I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> so I just, I just did my chart and never understood it. And then uh, maybe a year or so later, my, my coach, I uh, started doing a lot of human design so, so she can help her clients um, uh, manifesting better things and running their business in a better way through human design. And uh, so she explained to me what was my type and she explained to me what were my strengths and weaknesses, but she also explained to me how my energy works, for example, because I was very concerned when I, I before because I'm not able to work 15 hours a day, like some entrepreneurs do. And I was concerned. I'm like, am I not made to have a business because I'm not able to work late and I'm not able to work all day nonstop. I feel drained. I feel exhausted. I get sick all the time. And then she, uh, she made me realize that that's just the way my energy is as a manifester. And I have to respect my energy and I cannot work long hours and I need my rest to be able to be productive. And ever since I applied what I know now, it's unbelievable how productive I am. I feel like I can do the work worth of one week into one day just by understanding how I work. And now I, I let my team execute my work, for example, and I really focus on what I'm, my strengths are and I don't do the things that I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing. I let my team do it. And the business has been blowing up since I've been uh, doing that. Wow. That's amazing. Like we were before the recording the podcast, we were chatting with Emma about human design. And the funny thing is that her coach is my, one of my clients. <laughs> and um, she, like she got so passionate about human design because that's what I always say. Like when you discover it, you cannot go back. Like it's so incredible and so transformational. And it, like it actually works. It so, work. Yeah. It's really, as you did, you know, amazingly, it's really trusting it and, uh, you know, following your energy. What, what is the most aligned things for your energy? Yeah. And for manifestor, exactly. Like you, you don't need to work, 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 work because uh, you don't have the sacral center defined. That is, uh, you know, the life force energy and manifesto really needs a team to execute. Like you are the visionary, the brain, 
you know, and then you have the people do actually doing the work. Exactly. It works so well for me. It's, I, I would never go back to not knowing my human design. I even have the people on my team now to, to do their own human design because I want to understand how they work and I want them to understand how they work as well because then they're more productive. They do better work for me. And at the end of the week, we grew the business even better because everybody's working in synergy and they work with their own design. So I think it's not just important to do your own human design, but the people around you, even yeah. like your significant others or your roommate, like anyone that shares your life and impacts your life in a certain way should, uh, should do their human design so you can understand how that person works and mm -hmm. you can understand how you work as well. Love it. So um, tell us uh, your story. Apart you are, now that we know you are a manifestor, so tell <laughs> us how you, you become uh, an entrepreneur and everything in between. Yeah, um, well, that's okay. So I'm going to start by saying something I never share normally on podcasts because it's not about it normally, but I manifested so much drama into my life before knowing I was a manifester. And I always thought I was cursed. I always thought um, I'm damned. Someone put a curse on me. I have bad karma. I was maybe Hitler in a past life because my life is so difficult. I lost a lot of people that I loved. I was sick a lot uh, in my life. I got kidnapped when I was traveling by uh, the Muslim Brotherhood. I got, wow. I was a victim of a home invasion in Miami. I was held at gunpoint hostage in a old up in Montreal. I kept having crazy things and it seemed like I, I, I just had like this like very dramatic life and people would say like, oh, I don't want to be around you because you're, uh, you're bad luck. And I felt so bad and I felt, but I was attracting that bad luck by thinking that I was cursed. And yeah. since the manifester, everything that I see in my head happens to me. So when I, I realized that and I realized that I was attracting bad things, I decided to just focus on imagining beautiful positive things and nothing ever happened bad again like my business has blown up i was in forbes magazine wow uh, so many clients everything that i want to happen has been happening to me after i realized that so that's like the intro that i want to say um about my journey that's really important because at f I, I used to be very ashamed of my life because my life was so negative and even though i was a positive person i had so many sad stories and i felt like i don't want to share it because then i look like i'm looking for drama all the time mm -hmm. and i realized that unconsciously i was actually looking for drama because i was so scared of of having bad luck that i was only calling for that to happen into my life so <laughs> to talk about how i started my entrepreneur journey in 2009, I opened my first restaurant and uh, the mindset that I had back then, I was working hard. I wanted a restaurant. I manifested it. So someone came into the restaurant I was managing one day and offered me to open a restaurant with him and a very famous um, Los Angeles movie producer in wow. Montreal. They needed someone to be in the restaurant all the time. They were putting in the money and giving me shares. So it was a dream come true. And I really manifested it that because I wanted to have my restaurant. 
So I got my restaurant and I also manifested it to fail because I was like, this is impossible for me to have what I want. So two weeks after opening the restaurant, my mother called me and she told me she had cancer and it was the final stage. Wow. So I had to give up on my dreams of having my restaurant because my mom was living seven hours drive from Montreal. So there was no way I could run a restaurant and be able to spend the last few months of her life uh, with her. So um, my life has really been a lot of that, like a lot of launching a new business that I manifest and that I like that I create and it's always really really amazing opportunities but then I always find a way for it to not work whether I get someone um, like stealing the money from the investors and my money um, that's what happened one time when I my partner with a a Hollywood um, producer, once again, not the same one. <laughs> I don't know why I so many of them. I actually met someone at TIFF Festival in Toronto and I put together a deal for him to produce a movie. We were producing a movie with Johnny Depp yeah. and I left with the money of my the investors that wow. I got and my money as well. So I've been in a lot of industries and I've been successful, but only when I had to only rely on myself. So every time I had to have other people included in a business, I was not successful, probably because I always expected them to do something bad to me. Mm -hmm. And that happened. And now it's completely changed. I have 11 people on my team and everybody working with me for my success everybody wants me to succeed as much as they want uh they want to get their paycheck it's not just a one-way relationship anymore so it's just to to just mention how powerful um it can be like to see the things especially as a manifester it can turn your life around to just decide to manifest good things instead of bad things Anyway, to make a long story short, I traveled um, for 43 countries after my mother passed away. I lived in all kinds of different places, Singapore, Australia, Dubai, Lebanon, uh, Egypt, Miami, France. I lived everywhere. I've been everywhere. I really, really enjoyed that life. And I always had online businesses where I was doing freelancing or I was a consultant for corporations or companies and I was making good money and I was traveling so it was good until about a year and a half ago when I decided that I didn't want to uh, rely from going from like clients to clients and projects to projects anymore I wanted to build my own company and be able to use everything that I know and that I've learned into having a company that I can build and hire people and not just be like um like a project-based thing mm-hmm. so I launched uh, Zero to CEO in 2019 early on we made over half a million in sales in the first year it's been really really amazing sorry about that um, it's been really amazing. Um, I've been very successful and it's growing so much and I've been helping and impacting a lot of people through my business. So for me, it's amazing and rewarding. So and now I now I dream of buying real estate and um, being with my boyfriend and having taking care of my dog. So it's a completely different lifestyle from when I was traveling and living off my suitcase. But it's uh, it's a beautiful life, nonetheless. Wow, what a story! And like it's amazing that you know when you truly found uh, 
your purpose uh, and your business just blew up. Yeah, exactly. But it's not it's finding your purpose, but also understanding how to make it happen because yes. a lot of people they're going to have amazing ideas or amazing skills but they don't know how to turn it into a business and that's where i come in like that's yeah. my gift my gift is to turn ideas into businesses and turn knowledge into passive income that's what i do i help my client create online courses memberships programs and all these things not just uh service-based entrepreneurs like i have clients that are in corporate as well and yeah. like that's that's what i'm really really good at so that's what my business focuses on hmm. and how did you like how did you go from okay i you know i travel i have all these businesses going on what made you like say decide okay this is my direction this is what i'm going to do <clears throat> and then obviously like decide to to hire people because a lot of people that's what i you know i'm also a business coach that use uh, human design and jinkies uh, with my clients but i'm also huge into hiring you know growing your team scaling yeah. so um, and i truly believe that the success of a, an entrepreneur right now is not anymore being like a solo entrepreneur but it's yeah. really having a synergy as you said before with the, the team so yeah. what what happened what how did you go into from zero to 11 people <laughs> and uh, um well that's a lot of work that i've done on myself first of all to be able to outsource and to trust that people were uh going to do a good job because i had a little bit of issues with releasing control i had to control everything so i wanted to do everything in my business but i was i was plateaued like there's only so many hours in a day that you can work so i've uh, worked on that with my coach i've worked on uh being able to ask uh people to for help so i she made me ask my boyfriend she made me ask her and my strategist which was the first three people that were very close to me. So she made me ask for help every time I needed help because I was so proud and I wanted to be independent and I can do it by my own. I don't need anyone type of thing. So after doing that, I, I learned how to receive because you need to be good at receiving if you wanna hire people you need to know how to receive uh, their work because it was, it was easy for me to pay money, but it was not easy to receive the work in exchange of the money, which is might sound strange to some people, but if no, you no, no. I, I totally get you because I'm the same. Like. <laughs> so, so I've worked a lot on that and then slowly hired one people at a time. And I almost, I'm almost addicted to hiring people now. So sometimes I do an interview for, let's say for, to hire someone for a client. So I do their interview. So I screen the people that I send. And I end up hiring them on my team. And I'm like, oh, I did it again. I need to stop hiring people. <laughs> but I love it because it makes my life so easy. Yeah. And, and I like the more it goes, the more I have things that I can outsource because my business system is very, very solid. So now I just really have to set sit into my manifesto design and just uh, like which is to inform people. Mm -hmm. so, 
so I just build a strategy and then I, I give the plan to my team and they do the work, which is so easy. And then I review the work and we're, we're good. So the more it goes, the more I have projects, but having people on my team also allows me to do more things. Yes. So I, like, for example, um, when I was alone in my business, I could only run maybe two programs per year because I had to create the program, create the graphics, create the email copy, uh, prepare the launch. Like, And now, since I have my team doing all of that, while they're doing the... Um, while they're doing all the implementation uh, on my business, I can create the next thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna launch. So there's so many many more things that I can do to make money because I can just focus on the things that bring in income into my life and to uh, warm and focus on my audience so everybody's happy because everything else is handled. So I think it's really about to releasing control first of all learn how to receive learn how to ask for help and then after that go from there just climb the ladder and what what who was the first people you hired uh the first person was the strategist that i hired for six months to help me uh, map out how to turn my zero to ceo evergreen and um and then i hired i i had like part-time people to help like for the graphics and mm -hmm. stuff but I, I would say like the first six months with her, it was really me and her and Christine Michelle, my coach. And it was us three working. And Christine has helped me like doing other things as well. Like when I needed help into my business that was not relating to coach. Like I, I really think when you find people that wants you to succeed and see the potential in you that can help do a lot of things. It's not just they're not just there for the paycheck and they like they really were a team where it's it's really teamwork we all wanted to succeed we all celebrate the wins and then if i make more money then i want everyone to make more money as well because it's a success that we do and i think the company culture is very important so yes. how you make team members feels how you make like make them feel appreciated and make them feel like like it's a rewarding work it's not just a paycheck at the end of the day it's really amazing um i think it's really important to to have a, a company culture within your team yeah yeah totally totally agree with you and uh, so you you said you work with uh, like other entrepreneurs and also corporate people in corporate so tell us a little bit uh, the type of clients you work with and the work you do with with them yeah okay so i i don't take any private clients right now i focus on groups so when i was taking uh i focused at first on one-on-one -on -one clients because i wanted to touch different industries and every time you have a one-on-one -on -one client it really teaches you everything that that person goes through into business so you learn a lot about business by gaining experience with the clients that you get so that's why i really wanted to have like an all-inclusive experience with a lot of industries so then when i get to coach groups of people i know all the industries so even if they're in different places and doing different things i can help everyone because i did that one-on-one -on -one yeah so 
so that's why I really recommend if someone is doing coaching or consulting, really start with one-on-one -on -one to, so you understand also like, how are you doing things? So you become the best at it. Don't start with group coaching. Group coaching has a lot of challenges that one-on-one -on -one coaching does not have. And it's important to, to really be able to master what you do because that's your reputation that's online. So I, this year I'm only- test your process, like as you said, yeah, yes, 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 exactly. You need to know that what you're doing works. Yeah. And my process really changed from every client that I got. I've learned so much. I tested different things. I tested different ways of following up of uh, like for the Trello board and the Asana board for it. Like I tested all kinds of things until I found the perfect recipe. Yeah. And then once I got the perfect recipe. I'm like, okay, now we can do group because now I know that it's not going to drive me crazy and everyone's going to get the value that they want out of um, the group. So uh, to answer your questions, who I work with at the moment, I work, I, I do, a lot, I have ladders of offers, which is something that I recommend for people as well, to be able to serve people at different levels of their journey. I'm, I'm talking business right now, but it doesn't mean yeah. that it's, it can also apply even if you, your clients are not in business. Uh, so the people that are just starting out or they don't have the money to invest go into zero to CEO and they get like a library of trainings. They get the weekly Q and A with me and they get uh, the community that helps them grow their business. And then I do my mastermind, which is not open right now, but mastermind uh, is for the people that are uh, in on a higher level and they're really focused on the scaling stage. So mm -hmm. the growth stage, like starting and growing your business with zero to CEO. And then this just shiny objects mastermind is for, it's for the scaling stage when the business is solid and now we want it to be everywhere and on every mouth. So that's my, my two levels. Um, it doesn't matter where, what the person does for as long as that person wants to have a online presence and online products. So what I really specialize in is online courses, memberships, apps, um, online books, everything that's online that requires a funnel. I am, that's where my creativity is the best. Like my zone of genius is how to make a funnel, not be boring and how to grow your personal brand so that people remembers you for the good reason. Yeah. I love it. And so basically you, you help people like, let's say, you know, with me, uh, um, creating uh, that I'm in the, the phase of scaling, uh, creating more of a um, passive income. Yeah. Well, yeah. So when you're re when a business is ready for it. So I always say that there's four stages to success, which is my EMD framework. I build the framework around that. The first stage is the mindset. So if you don't have your mindset right, nothing that you're going to do is going to work or you're going to sabotage everything that you built. So that's why I think the first, first step, the first pillar is always mindset. And then the second uh, pillar for success is to create the business, create the content, create the offers. That's the second part. Obviously, if you want a business, you need to have something to sell. So that's the second step. The third step, a step is the monetized step. So that's when sales and marketing come in hand, how to uh, like be able to, to make money from what you built. And once you're able to make money, there's a fourth step, which is scaling. So a lot of people, uh, the, the mistake scaling and growth 
growth comes before scaling. Scaling comes when you're ready and you grew a business and you're ready to like 10 accept. So because scaling can really go really far and fast. So your business needs to be solid enough to like get the big flow. So for example, media articles to evergreen a funnel to hire more team members. It's all things that are going to grow your company way bigger than it is right now, but it needs to be solid and the foundations of your business needs to, to be able to handle it. Yeah, totally, totally. I can totally see that and relate, relate to that. And uh, like, what, what would you say so far as being like, with this business, your biggest challenge? Um, I think my biggest challenge, um, well, right now, I... Okay, so there's been a few challenges. The first challenge was uh, to feel worthy of getting what I, what I got. I didn't feel like I deserved it. So that's something that I worked on a lot because I was not able to uh, ask for high ticket and like really ask for the money that I deserve. So my, some of my clients um, would make like, for example, I had a client that I charged very, like I think it was something like $1,200. Uh, for something that I should have charged 10 times <laughs> for that. and she made $44,000 within three days. And wow. I was like, I was like, okay, maybe I, I undercharge. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that I had a hard time at first because I was in the scarcity mentality and, yeah. and sometimes we decide what's the financial situation of our client based on our financial situation. So for example, if for me, it's not something that I would invest in right now, it doesn't mean that this is the reality of the person I talk to, because if that person, that's exactly what they need, then they're going to want to invest and you never know their financial reality. You, you never know if they can afford or not afford to work with you. So when you assume that they can't, you might be losing a very interesting sell or a new client. So that's one of the things that I've struggled with a little bit um, was like to find that I was deserving of it. And now what I struggle with is uh, systems because we grew so fast. So, so, so it's very difficult to keep up when your business blows up from one day to another and then you have so many more new uh, members working for you and you have new projects and you have new products and uh, right now that's what we're doing in my business we're kind of restructuring uh, the system for my team members so that the flow of work can continue being constant and go well because we got lost a little bit uh, it got so mixed up from one day to another everything was like oh my god what is happening here yes so and what was like, if you can look back, what was like for the people listening? Uh, I know, I mean, what I want to be clear with the for the people listening is that, uh, you know, your, your business uh, blew up uh, also, uh, you know, so quickly because you had also all your ex previous experience as an entrepreneur. Because there is, you know, a lot of people that just enter day one in the online space and are like, oh, I want to make six figures and, you know, yeah. not work. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but you have to build, you know, the muscle, the reputation, the, your name, your brand. So for you, like, what was the turning point? What, like, what made it, like, psh, explode? Um, 
Well, I think is when I started, like for me, my business was going well, but when I started being in two articles in Forbes and Entrepreneur and Today's Show, uh, and most of the articles went viral. Uh, so it brought a lot of traffic and it brought a lot of demand and it brought a lot of new clients and it brought a lot of messages. So that's one of the things that really increased uh, everything. So that's, that's why it blew up so much. And that's why I'm saying that your foundation of your business needs to be solid before you scale, because it's very, it's, it's like, it's like a tsunami, it's yeah. really good, but it's a lot of things. And if it happens all the, at the same time, then it's difficult to keep up. So if your team is not solid, yeah. your systems are not ready for it, it's going to cause you problems. And uh, like, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you because, uh, a lot, a lot of people that I know from the online space, you know, th their business really blew up when they got articles and publication, you know, Forbes obviously is the dream of everyone and is a big one. So how did you manifest those uh, publication, Today Show, Forbes, uh, like what happened? What was your intention, your, your mindset, your energy? Um, well, I wrote, in my journal on in August, uh, I made I was listening to Rachel Hollis and she was saying that she uh, wrote a list of her 10 dreams that she made happen and wrote it in present tense every day, every day. So I wrote I'm a self made millionaire. I was in Forbes. I like I wrote uh, in present tense, like well, past tense kind of thing of every dream that I had. And about three weeks after writing that list every day, I got a call from someone asking me if I wanted to be featured in a Forbes article about team members retention uh, for millennials. And I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> so the call with the Forbes editor went really well for me. And from that call, uh, they offered me like, because the editors normally are like when you're there in Forbes, they also have connection with other magazines or their contributors with other magazines. So they offered me, uh, they keep offering me opportunities every time. Like they really loved my, my quote. So it's been like the sixth time, I think in less than six months that they messaged me to ask me if I wanted to be included into an article. I have another Forbes article coming up. Wow. So, so yeah, so I think that's uh, what's to keep from that. What I just said is to really focus on building the relationships with the people in your life because oh, some, pe some people sometimes they overlook someone and they think, oh, if that person has nothing to bring me, I don't want to connect with them or I don't want to respond to the message because they're not giving me something. And it's not the right way of addressing things. You never know what that person is going to turn out to give you. And I, that's always been my mentality. Like sometimes when I started my business, people would ignore me. And I was like, ah, oh, like you're going to regret one day ignoring <laughs> me. And now they're in my messages. Oh my God, how did you do that? I'm like, like you should have not ignored me a year ago when I asked you to collaborate. Sorry, you should have been polite. Like even you don't have to say yes, but you still have to be polite and respectful of people reaching out to you. Even, especially if those people reach out to say they admire your work and they respect your work and you ignore them. I think yeah. it's a terrible way of going. It's so funny because... Uh... That's exactly like uh, how a lot of people like think. It's like uh, they only see the what can I get from those 
the person and they don't understand like that relationship that you know is the base of businesses yeah exactly that's i think that's social media like the fact that we're on the internet because if you're in a networking event and someone comes and say hi to you you're not gonna ignore them and walk away but in social media you can do it you can just ignore the message because you don't feel like responding to that person because that person does not look cool enough exactly <laughs> So that's, that's something that I, I would love for people that are listening to this to really take home with them. Uh, make, a, make an effort to build relationships and stop assuming that people won't give you anything in return because relationships, you never know who they know. You never know what they can offer. You never know what are they going to create that can help you in the future. So stop just assuming that everybody owes you something. Exactly. Nobody owes you anything. Like relationships are a two-way street. Yeah. And that, like that, I have all, like you, I've had the, you know, previous businesses uh, and all of like that were, they were not online businesses and I, I built them and I created them all from relationship, you know, and mm -hmm. referrals. Uh, and even if we are in the online space, uh, referrals uh, and you know still work and uh, people the more you are you know connect with people and are kind and open then you know you never know in six months they can become your client or refer you to someone else yeah yeah it's true don't assume like just focus on building the relationships because everything i did in my life was because i was good with relationships i was promoted to vice president of an investment firm that I got in with no experience in finances because I had such good relationships that I built when I had my bar like 10 wow. years before because I, I I'm good at building my relationship and people when they think about me to help me for something I'm gonna pop up oh I think I'm is going to need that so you don't never know like don't like just address everything with an open heart and an open yes. arms yes and uh, it's not related completely to what we are saying but i was like really uh, impressed uh, by your presentation when you said about you know your traumatic uh, experiences you know when you were kidnapped so how did you like manage to clear all these traumas uh, to, well, I had PTSD for a while. Um, it's funny because my coach made me realize last month that, or this month, like not too long ago, that I can sleep without having nightmares. And when we started working together, I was not able to sleep. I moved back with my family because I was not able to sleep if no one else was in the house. It was horrible. And I, I it was it lasted for years i could never sleep it and now i i'm i live by myself and i sleep so good i have no yeah. problem falling asleep i have energy all the time because i i think it's when i started practicing self-love and and loving myself and forgiving myself and just like focusing on i am okay with myself i don't need anyone i got like i got everything that i need within myself and everything else is just extra and i like i just went into a place that was more calm and serene and peaceful and so far i'm 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 gonna see what it feels like at the retrograde <laughs> yeah. 
but I, I think I think um, I'm really really uh, on a good track of of healing that, and it took many years, and it took a lot of self work, but it was worth it. Yeah, totally, totally. And uh, yeah, that for also showing people that even our you know the people listening that even when we went through trauma. Mm-hmm. we can still you know move on with our life and create uh, our business and our dreams uh, while we keep working on ourselves yeah. And while I, we're healing. yeah totally yeah so and um, what are your projects for the future what your manifesto self uh, is mm-hmm. uh, up to <laughs> good question um so i decided that 2020 i was writing a book so i'm writing a book about zero to ceo and how to uh, use my emd framework which i touched about uh before i'm writing a book about that i don't know if it's going to be published in 2020 but that's what i'm writing and i manifested a book deal for that wow that's incredible yeah i'm very happy i wrote in my journal that i was a paid and the same day that I wrote that, I got two messages randomly from two conferences asking me to be a speaker. So I'm going to be a paid speaker in 2020, um, a public speaker on stage. I mean, that's wow. just, uh, and I am, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna launch a, I'm gonna launch courses and programs in 2020. I have like a full year plan because there's so now that I have my team I'm really in a productive bidding mode that I there's so many things that I want to do and I, I can I have enough time now to do it all so uh, this year is going to be a lot of uh, creation so that I have more flexibility in 2021 to be able to have my business on autopilot and only create when I feel like creating or when I need to create so this is what's uh, what's uh, happening to my business right now. And I want to start investing into real estate. Uh, That's something that when my mother passed away, 10 days after my boyfriend passed away. No. And yes, yeah, it was horrible. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Thank you. So I, after losing everything, it was, it was very hard for me to build something that I can lose. So I had a problem with commitment. I was not able to to do something that uh, like forced me to commit. So for example, um, I would always rent condos instead of buying because I, I, there's no real commitment with renting. Uh, while if you invest into buying something, it's way more uh, involvement uh, for your commitment. So now I decided that in 2020, I wanna start committing to, to things that are like physical that I might lose, uh, but that's okay if I do, because now I know that I have the strength to rebuild again. And uh, that's, uh, so basically I'm going to start building my, my real estate portfolio as well. So the, those are the things that I'm manifesting right now. Awesome. Well, you are truly like incredible, like a, a person to look at because really, you know, developing all of, all of that uh, with your strengths and your story it's really touching touching me uh, thank you so much thank you for sharing for being vulnerable <laughs> and so where the people here uh, can find you connect with you know yeah. more about you 
Uh, of course, well, it's always easy to find me on, on Instagram. Uh, I'm m.ducharm. And you can also find my social media handle if you go on my website, zero to ceo.co. So it's zero to ceo.co, not .com, .co. Okay, awesome. Perfect. So thank you so much, M, for being here. We really appreciate your time and your knowledge. And, you know, good luck uh, for manifesting all your desires uh, for this year, next year. And uh, keep up with this amazing work. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye.